listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 270 for January 3rd, 2020. This week, we talk about predictions for the next decade, slanted toilets, wearing gardens, New Year's Eve kisses, bath salts, and automatic trash cans. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Happy New Year. What were you going to say? I was going to say Happy New Year, but you beat me to it. I win. I win every time. Uh, Don't you ever try to win. What did you win this time? A a Uh, rubber eraser? I won 20. I won the next decade. Wow. Can you believe it's 2020? It's weird because when you think of like the 20s, like I don't think of the teen, the teens, the mm-hmm. 1910s. Like right. that's who, not what that wasn't a thing. Who of those? Yeah, exactly. Like, the, like there's you know. no recorded history back then. There were mm-hmm. no photos, no well, movies. It, it doesn't sound fun. Like the 20s, you think no. of flappers. And like that right. sounds fun. Right, you got fun. flappers, you got um, Art Deco, mm-hmm. you got The Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, success. And then was it right after that that was the Great Depression? So we have a lot to look forward to, truly. Yeah, history is repeating itself for sure. How was your New Year's? Um, My New Year was actually surprisingly good. I'm not very much of like a New Year person. Like I never really went. I mean, I don't go to parties in general because I'm an introvert. But my family never really had New Year's parties. Like I went to a couple in high school, but it was never like a big, big celebration for me, which is interesting because I know there are some people out there where like New Year Eve parties are like the thing. It's like what it's like bigger than fucking Christmas for them. And for me, it was just like never a thing in my family. Did you do anything fun for New Year's? Are you like a big New Year's Eve? No, I have. I have no memory of like any New Year's ever. And not because I was like drunk or anything, but because I was asleep. Oh, see, yeah, honestly, like every time. It's not a thing, you know? Every time I would like ask my parents, what are you doing for New Year's? They're like sleeping. (laughs) And I'm like, honestly, same. Yeah. My parents go to bed at 8.30. I mean, they're old. I mean, they go to bed at 8.30 and they're done. And they say, if I wake up in a new year, then I wake up in a new year. (laughs) And if I don't. And if that ain't the way to live it, honey, I don't know what is. What time do you go to bed on New Year's? Uh, we did go out. Um, we went Ooh. to our friend. He lives just a couple blocks away. He was having a little shindig. So we went there. And uh, sometimes I can be in like a, sometimes I'm like, so these are like Justin's friends, but they're also mm-hmm. kind of my friends because I've known them for like two years now. Right, but right, right. I, it's nice because I don't have to be social. Like he's their first friend and I'm like their friend by Justin. You right. Know? You're, you're secondary. So, you don't have to like, you know, there's no you real expected pressure. Like if I much. just want to be arm candy, I can just be arm candy. And I, just, I was so kind of feeling nice. it, it was very nice. I was feeling very wallflowery. So mm-hmm. I just sat on the couch and I watched. Oh, my God. It was I don't know who Andy Cohen is. I'm sorry. I don't know who Andy Cohen is, but him and Anderson Cooper hosted the mm-hmm. thing. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. But also I couldn't hear them because the everyone was talking and the volume was turned down. Right. So I only got to see their facial expressions. And Andy Cohen annoyed me so much. Honestly, I am not going to read you for that because there was like a I, I don't know much about Andy Cohen, but I know that like Andy Cohen and Kathy Griffin used to be friends and they have this huge falling out. And I'm just by default on Kathy Griffin's side. Um, And like Kathy Griffin used to host the New Year's Eve yeah. shenanigan with, with Anderson, Anderson Cooper. And they're like still best friends. And the fact that like she got replaced with Andy Cohen or like by Andy Cohen and like they're essentially like mortal enemies <gasps> is kind of shady. I didn't know. 
I yeah. didn't know, I but mean, he I, was. I don't he, know. Like not even being able to hear him. I don't know who Andy Cohen is. Did he create the Housewives? I, I don't series? know. Maybe maybe he did. But he does a lot of commentary, and he has like watch oh. what happens live. He's he's just like a he's just like a oh. a, a vocal gay on uh, okay. is it Bravo? He's like he's the Bravo. I gay. don't know, but it was just I felt like it was very telling that mm-hmm. like we were ringing in the new year with like two white gays. Do you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a podcast by two white gays. True. But I was like, Pot, maybe let's go kettle. into the twenty twenties with something else. But it was mm-hmm. it was it was annoying, I gotta say. And then like Christina Aguilera was there and I couldn't what? hear her either. Yeah. And then Nicole Kidman was there and you're like, why is she there? She's too good for this. But then it was because <laughs> her husband was there. What's his name? Country singer? Keith Urban? Keith maybe? Urban? Is that right? I don't know. And, this sounds um, like a fever dream. I didn't watch any of this. I don't have a TV in my house. so like, It was the first time in probably like a decade I've seen like whatever thing they put on TV at New Year's, like mm-hmm. the countdown situation. And it was right. like bad. Like they I just mean... kept like taking shots and it was just like bad. Like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to hear you talk about your problems going into 2020. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Go you to get a sloppy. Right. I'm not. <laughs> you are getting paid. I don't know. They just got paid to like get drunk on TV and talk about themselves. And I was just I don't I don't feel like that's a good way to ring in 2020. You know, I mean, we we get paid to talk about ourselves not drunk on the Internet. So honey, but but people support us. Okay, we they support they enable (laughs) us. They're giving us money freely. They're enabling us to bitch. Exactly. Oh, honey. I don't know. Ring it in the new year by bitching. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, that's what I did. Um, did you, did did you, you have a good time? Did, did you watch the, the ball drop? We watched the ball drop. We did a little smooch and then we went home. And then we did yep. another countdown with Piggy. What? Just just because? He just doesn't like know a, what time a, it is. Like a, like a fake you know. countdown? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, like the ones they have on Netflix that happen at like, oh you my know. God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hold on. I dropped a Q-tip and now he's eating it. Oh, that's not food, baby bear. Okay, oh, we're fine. no. Yeah, we did our own little countdown. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. I don't want my dog to eat a Q-tip in 2020. Yeah, we're trying to avoid the vet visits we don't need to have in 2020. That's oh, the goal. Oh, honey. They were already coming. We already got one scheduled for the 11th. But anyway. Oh, sweaty. You know, uh, poor little crisis baby. averted. I picked up the Q-tip. Anyway. Very proud what of you. Did, you. did you say what you did? I didn't because I, I it wasn't exciting and I wanted to know what you um you posted were doing. a picture of a cat I did so um funny story basically every new year um I, and I think it's just because that my my roommate's family travels right after Christmas they like go to Vegas and shit and my roommate's family cat Richard um doesn't like to be alone and so basically this time of year for the past like two or three years we've had Richard. Um, and so Richard has been hanging out with us, but I was gone hanging out with my folks for, you know, the past week or whatever. And um, Richard was at my apartment and my roommate works a lot. So Richard got lonely because no one was around in our apartment. And he took it out on me um, <gasps> by going into my room and shitting all over my floor and on my bed. OK, so, well, good cover up, Sam. <laughs> First of all, second of blame all, it on, blame it on the cat. You know, sure, how convenient that mm-hmm. Richard was um, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone to take the blame, you know. So that's how I was. I mean, that's not how I was ringing in the new year because I it was like a few days before that. But, um, you know, he's 16. He's an old man. 
and he my roommate and I were, were trying to figure out why he chose my room to shit in and it wasn't just multiple it was it was it was multiple times because he, he's he was, homophobic he, well that's what we came to the conclusion is that Richard is a boomer in cat years and so he's oh probably homophobic oh my god um so hashtag confirmed Richard is a homophobe Wait, but you know it's what based on age not when you were born now I don't know I will it, it's, I it's cat he it's can- Cat years are different, you know. I don't know. Sure. I don't know the calculation. So they are a little bit. They evolve slower too. Are you? They are you, hit generations after we do. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how I'm calculating this. Regardless, um, I couldn't stay mad at him for long. I like I cleaned my room, deep cleaned my room after that incident. I washed well, everything. Maybe it was a blessing in disguise, honey. Truly, it was an excuse to clean my room. So maybe Richard was. Yeah, it was a blessing in disguise. Um. So yeah, no, I I was uh, ringing in the new year with with this cat. I didn't have any plans. Um. And then I got booty called. For New Year. Um, oh, and, yeah? And I've never had a New Year kiss ever in my entire life until 2019 into 2020. I'm 26. I finally wow. had a New Year's Eve kiss. New decade, new you. And I, I, it's not like the, it's it's just something that it's, it's been in the back of my mind because I don't know, straight people, I feel like they have New Year's Eve kisses all the time. Right. But since I'm a, you know, sad, lonely homosexual. It's just, yeah. it's never been a thing for me. Um, it's what, kind of a weird thing. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't think do I've mean? ever had one before Justin. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is like, can you remember, did you ever have a New Year's Eve kiss? I don't think Justin? so. If I did, it wasn't with like a boyfriend. It was like, a I don't know. I'm sure there have been a couple New Year's in my early 20s when I was like sloppy at a club or something. Honey, the but best I don't, years. I don't. I don't think ever on New Year's, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. It's once you're my age, honey. Honey, everything's a blur. Honey, I don't even remember who wiped my ass this morning. It was know? the bidet. Oh, my God. And thank God. And thank God. <laughs> God, I missed my bidet. We talked okay. about that last week. New Year's resolutions. We need to be sponsored by a bidet company. Any company that makes a bidet. We like we talk about bidets enough. Where I feel like we need to get paid for talking about them, to be quite honest. Well, speaking about being a toilet. Are you, what, me? Uh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm a toilet. <laughs> I've got, uh, oh, should we, I'll say, I'll ask you real quick. How was your booty call? How was oh, your New Year's kiss? New Year's kiss was fine. I was, I was just gonna, just very quickly, I think the reason why I've never had a New Year's kiss before is one, because I'm homosexual, and, and two, because I don't really care about New Year's, and usually I like go, I'm not going out. So I had two strikes against me. So first New Year's kiss, 26, it was nice. It was fine. Booty call was wow. fine. The stars um, aligned. The st- a star is born. However, Did you douche? Um, I didn't, there was no butt stuff. Oh, no okay. Butt, no butt stuff. Um, Because you know what? I I don't, sometimes you just don't have time. Well, it's fine. You don't always have to. Exactly. And some people never do. And that's fine too. So before we go into your article, I have a, a, this is something that I've been meaning to bring up in the podcast before. And I, I've always forgot, but this um, booty call that I've, I've, you know, that I spoke of, it's been kind of a reoccurring thing, kind of a friends with benefits situation for the past couple of months. And it's great. It's exactly what I want. Blah, blah, blah. It's nothing spectacular. Um, but I, there was an incident where I got cum in my eye and 
it's only happened a couple times, but it hasn't happened in a long time. And I was just was wondering how many times you've gotten come in your eyes, Joe, and what you your don't want to know. The amount of contact lenses I've had to throw away in my life, honey. Honey. Honey, the amount of, you know, Googlings. Can you get gonorrhea in your eye? You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to know, honey. Oh. I could have a book on those encounters. Honey, no, I'm sure I don't. Have... <laughs> it just washes right out, though. Well, th- that's the thing. So so I, I haven't had come in my eye for for many, many years. So I forgot what it felt like. And I, it's it probably I've, I had contact lenses in and I, I took my contact out and I washed my eye thoroughly and blah, blah, blah. Um, but did you put them back in? I throw them away. Um, if I ever get coming. Well, not like now, because it's, you know, and it's I'm. It's not so much a casual hookup anymore. Obviously. You're familiar it's, with the kind right. that is in your I'm eye. I'm familiar. Now. I'm well acquainted with it. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, all right, we'll do a little bit of a rinse. But before <laughs> I was like, let's get, let's scootle, scootily do this out. Yeah, I got to scoot my eye out and rinse it, put right. it back in, throw it away. Um, but no, so where was I going with this? Oh, I forgot what it felt like. It doesn't, for me, it didn't sting. But it, my eye got super red and was like incredibly tender. Like it hurt to touch really? it. Yeah, but it didn't sting. It mm. just like felt like that I got hit in the eye, like punched in the fucking eye. You got you got the eye clap. Honey, I got the you eye got clap. You got the pink eye. You got the eye clap. I, I, I don't have pink eye. eye. Thankfully, I, I didn't develop pink eye. I was actually kind of concerned because I was like, honey. That the the dick that put the cum in my eye has been places. Well, I told you about the guy I gave pink eye to a few episodes ago. Oh, yeah. My first ever sexual experience. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I want that in my obituary. I want it. I didn't even really give it. He got it from like the cologne. Okay. Anyway. Wow. Okay. So was Um, that your, you just wanted everyone to know you had cum in your eye? Well, no, I... (laughs) He he said you should talk about this in the podcast. So I'm talking about it in the podcast. Basically, wow. he felt so bad, and I was like, "It's fine." Um, what do you I think? think what, I don't know. It's like you should just expect it. Like you know right. what I mean? You should right. wear goggles if you really care. You should you need mm-hmm. to wear your goggles. A whole snorkeling. You, know. you should have on one of those doll faces. What are those Ooh, that- faces that people put on these days? I don't know. You tried you... to tell me about it, like the real oh. woman faces. Oh, oh yeah, the those silicone like rubber... faces. Yeah, mm-hmm. like for real, like rubber masks. Yeah, something. I don't, yeah, I don't think that would protect my eyes, but you know, oh, I look cuter probably. <laughs> well, anyway, yes. um, I got cum in my eye, not on New Year's, but same boy, um. And uh, yeah, it's not not very fun. But I thought of you, Joe, because I was like, you know what? I'm I only got cut in my eye a couple times, and I bet Joe's had worse experiences. So. It's never hurt me. Really? Has your no, eye gotten like red? So. Maybe my eyes are just over it. Honestly, well, I, mean, I you know we both abuse our contact lenses. We well, yeah, both. and 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 you've stuck worse things in your eye. You know, like those those horrible contact lenses from China. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my you God. Know? Circle lenses for sure. Ruining oh, yeah. my eyes. Your eyes have seen it. No they pun intended. They have seen it. Well, anyway. I'm glad you recovered. Yeah, my, my eyes are fine. Send me your coming eye um, stories. Not but Joe, not me. though. He'll block you. But not me. 
Anyway, um, New Year's Eve kiss got come in my eye. Richard shit on my floor. Those are the three topics I really wanted to cover in the intro. So well, we you can know, go on to your articles. Well, most of my stories this week are about like trash of the future and pooping. And I mean, that's what this podcast is. It's just it like really us is. talking about poop just for 40 a, minutes. Just a just a late 20s, early 30s year old still doing poop jokes. But anyway, you know. did you see the. OK, so a professor invented a wearable human garden. A wearable what? garden. Okay, and it's fertilized by human waste. Oh, honey, so I get to shit and things grow? Well, it's it says, uh, I'm reading this on New York Post. I think she also did uh, an interview somewhere else, but I kind of wanted a condensed version because obviously. <laughs> why, why would um, you read? Erusiak Gabrielion. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Landscape architecture professor at the University of Southern California created the first wearable farm. So it can grow a variety of produce using fertilizer supplied by your own human waste. So this debuted last month in Beijing, part of a um, an installation called Human Unlimited Ooh. Um, a, of hybrid art and technology, uh, which is supposed to showcase things that enhance human life. Mm -hmm. OK, so let me tell you about this. Um she says it's addressing issues of human food security, but really it tries to imagine possible futures for living more cooperatively with the non-human world because the organisms, microorganisms, and predators, the predators and pollinators are all creatures that not only help, but are integral to the growing of our food. It's like so, a biodome. Let me just describe the fashion to you because I know mm -hmm. we're always worried about the fashion. Oh yeah, of course. So it's in the form of a vest. It's made from a seed-filled felt that retains moisture i'm imagining like a chia pet i honestly. was just gonna say is this a wearable chia pet i think it basically is um mm. but it diverts your sweat and your urine which are filtered via osmosis into the garden bed as well as so there are insects all over you as well yeah uh, the poop poop from the insects and organisms uh help with the fertilization as well mm-hmm um, she says it's warm. It's also moist. It's heavy. Um, it really puts you into a quote, very haptic contact with mm -hmm. the matter of landscape. So if you've mm -hmm. ever looked at landscape and wanted to wear it. Mm -hmm. And, um, hold on. There was, it said what food was grown. I think it's like anything like fish. Oh, here we go. Uh, just one of the prototypes provided 20 pounds of food from 40 different vegetables in just a few weeks. So this, we're talking cabbage. We're talking arugula, broccoli, kale, peanuts, mm -hmm. peas, mushrooms, strawberries, herbs. You got sage. You got your rosemary. You got your lemon thyme. Um, and then lots of microgreens, also called Love young lettuces. Love, oh my God. You cannot read a health article these days without them going on and on about microgreens. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. <laughs> well, That's okay. It. So I'm just so bringing you, you the future. Okay. You... So you, you just you describe this as your anxiety attack worst nightmare because it is heavy, hot and moist and you have to wear it. That's literally, though, it literally sounds like it sounds like you're wearing it. And then bugs are crawling all over you, mm -hmm. honey. I mean, you probably know this feeling. You oh, know. honey, I, you know, I have, there's <laughs> bugs crawling all over me right now. What, sweaty. You know, you tell me how it feels. I am recording you know? this live outside Denny's <laughs> in the garbage can. You are in the dumpster. You are the human. What's the, the oogie boogie man from Nightmare Before Christmas? Who's <laughs> literally made up of bugs. <laughs> you oh, my God. Sam's clothes. Bugs pour out. 
Honey, I mean, Honey. A- aesthetic. I'm so, I'm so um, green. I'm so organic, you know. Well, okay, so let's rate this. Is this, you know, a clever look into the future of sustainability or is it a good excuse to pee on yourself? Do you know? I, I, I just, uh, can you imagine sitting on a hot bus next to this person? How this would smell? Because I don't think it would smell good. I don't know what well, it would smell like, but I know it wouldn't be pleasant. If it, I feel like if it works, like if the pee gets absorbed pretty fast. I mean, I've probably sat next to someone who's peeing themselves in public before. Oh, honey, I've sat me. Next to you've, pee. You've, you've sat next to me that's before. True. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you live in a city that pees everywhere. Oh, like, yeah. Not, in a, not cute, but it's there, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just that's the reality of it. Piss we don't take, USA. Well, we don't take care of homeless people. Do you know what I mean? No. The mm-hmm. world, the population as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you would know that smell. But then I also really like the smell of right after it rains or like oh, yeah. when you're lying on a mossy forest bed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and you're sniffing up by a mushroom, mm-hmm. cuddling up by a stump filled with you know, water. That sounds great, Joe, but I bet you it doesn't smell like that at all. And then you're I just hungry, have a hunch. and you just start munching on your chest like the kale, munching on uh, some kale. Mm, yeah, sure. Pluck a mm-hmm. pluck a cherry tomato, honey. Pop it in. Yeah, and just okay. know that your urine made it possible. Everything about what you're saying makes this mm. exponentially mm. worse than it was in my mind to begin with. Delicious. Um, I think it's a publicity stunt. I don't think it's practical. I don't think it's wearable, usable. I mean, honestly, it looks kind of cute. It looks like a ghillie. Are those called ghillie suits? Ghillie suit. What? What is what? What? It's a ghillie suit? Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. What was that reaction? <laughs> Can we rewind and go back to that? What was ghillie. that Irish? Oh, it's ghillie. Why are you talking like that Michael Myers character? Um, You mean, you mean Shrek? Oh my God, him too. Oh my God, all of his characters sound <laughs> oh my the God, same. This, this I was suit talking is... about Fat Bastard from. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Fat it's, Bastard. It's, it's, sorry, I every time. Okay, if, context. Every time that I was watching Game of Thrones and Gilly would show up on on screen, who was a character in Game of Thrones, I would always shout Gilly in that oh. voice. Oh, and it's I don't know why, but it's it's um it's anyway. it's humorous to those with little. Yeah. So With does it look like a ghillie shoes. suit? What is I need a picture for context. You know what a ghillie suit is? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Honey, like a swamp I live in Montana. Suit. Okay. I thought so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Here's the link to the New York Post article. I mean, it, it honestly looks like something weird you would see on the runway during Fashion Week. But then oh, also, absolutely. it literally looks like a ghillie suit. Like, without yeah, It looks like a ghillie suit, only it's just like the upper half. I would eat it. Honey, you'd eat a lot of things. I have eaten a lot of things. Honey, Honey. ain't that the truth? Um, I don't like this at all. It freaks me out. And I don't think anyone's ever going to. I don't know. It's 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 a it's a abstract concept. Good for us. It's never going to happen. Sweaty. Have you ever had a Chia pet? Um, oh, God, maybe when I was really little. I I had a Chia pet. I probably didn't water it. I probably did not survive. Um. Did you were you into Chia Pets? No. Was, it's a very like 90s no. thing, right? I guess so. I would I would assume so. I remember the commercials and the mm-hmm. cha cha chia. Oh yeah. Remember? And they I all had it. like crimped hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I loved yes. I, everyone in the commercial had crimped hair. I just remember they all had perms. 
Mm, um, that sounds about right. I I I would like a chia pet. I'm gonna. That's just, gonna be the one thing on our wedding registry. <laughs> just chia hundreds pet. of chia pets. I don't want anything else. <laughs> I'm kind of against wedding registries, but I do want mm-hmm. a chia pet. Okay, that makes sense. It's like is chia pet the new Furby for you? It's Maybe except phase. it's more livable. It's really sustainable. Can't yeah, you it's like eat? an organic Furby. You can eat uh, what's that stuff called? Wheat wheatgrass. Wheat. Oh yeah. You put in smoothies. Justin's really into flaxseed right now. Oh, honey. We got flaxseed in everything. Well, can't you put chia seeds in like like chia pudding is like a I thing, think so. right? I think you can I think you can eat them. Mm-hmm. I've had chia in smoothies before and it like it like bulks up. It's like it kind of, you know, makes it thicker. It's like a, a what an organic thickening agent. I just spread the chia seeds on Piggy and he uh, could be my chia pet. Okay. I mean I wouldn't I'm sure actually they'd... do that. I understand that's animal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is growing don't plants. Don't call Peta. I don't know in 2020 anymore. Is growing plants on your dog animal abuse? Ask phone Google. In. Yeah, we used to have a phone number, and I'm glad we don't anymore. Well, we still do. It's just that we don't check oh. it anymore. Oh my god, we should check it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Sorry. Um, um, I feel like in order for the chia seeds to grow on your dog, you'd have to water it. Piggy drinks water. Maybe his sweat That's... and urine could. Oh god. I don't know how dogs sweat. I don't feel like dogs sweat the same way. I don't know how dogs work. I just know that I love him and he has treats right now. So don't at me. Because Piggy is taking taking better care of than literally any dog on this planet. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Well, it's probably because that Piggy has health care and most of us don't. Oh my God. That's the tea. Ain't Um, that the truth. Speaking of toilets. Did you see... Did you see the article about the, um, there's a, a startup company in the UK and they've developed a downward tilting toilet. Did what? You, so it's, it's downward tilting because it's supposed to make employees so uncomfortable that they take care of their business faster and they get more work done. Is this like the thing that like everyone, it's like this internet thing that's been around for like 10 years being like, oh, like I'm not, I'm going to poop at work because then I'm on the clock. Is it that that thing? Oh, I guess. I don't know. But I so, do to know make them poop faster. I would make I would take like longer breaks going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. When I worked retail, I would I would shit for ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? Honey, and honey, it's this awful. Is a- you don't get to sit down and it's like people are yelling at you all the time. And you're just like, I need literally 10 minutes or I'm going to die. Well, and also it's another reason why you should sit down to pee people with penises oh yeah i don't i never stand up at the urinal because you know if you're working retail and you're on your feet all day why would you stand to pee take a take a spot I don't know. take I a just break i feel honey. like penises are too unpredictable i mean honestly yeah that makes sense um but anyway it's sloped at about 13 degrees forward which increases strain on the legs and it makes it painful to sit for longer than five minutes this sounds like a medieval torture device it sounds like well it does sound like that but it sounds like some sort of dystopian future thing as well. Mm-hmm. You can't have any pleasure oh. and it hurts to pee now. So it says right here, it isn't meant to be a torture device. That's a quote from the article. Ugh. Wow. They, well, they knew exactly what you were going to say. Well, guns aren't made to kill people. Like, come on. You um, know? It's the standard. It's called the standard toilet. And it was backed by the British Toilet Association, an, an, organiza- an organization that campaigns for better bathrooms in offices and public spaces. It How retails, is this better for the bathroom? Uh, it's, well, it's better for the CEO. 
You know the CEO God. doesn't have this in his private bathroom. You know oh, this yeah, is no. for the underpaid workers who, mm-hmm. you know, don't get to go to the golf course four times a week. Yeah, exactly. Um, retails for between two hundred and six fifty. Um, it's in talks to distribute its product to train stations, bars, shopping malls, and offices. You know what, though, I gotta say, this might Uh-oh. be nice for like public. Like I'm um, talking, like, have you ever been to a train station bathroom? Um, I try to avoid those at all costs. Okay. Well, I, when I would work in, when I had my internship in New York and I lived in Philly, my bus left from around Union Station in New Mm -hmm. York. And I would always be standing outside the bathroom for like 15 minutes because a lot of people would just like, and this is another issue. This, it was a lot of homeless people because it was public bathrooms. They would like sleep in there and like fall asleep in there and which I guess they're not doing on the toilet. So Mm -hmm. that might not help anyway. But, you know, sometimes the restaurant at Chipotle is not the place to sit for 10 minutes. True. Sometimes, though, you do need that 10 minutes in Chipotle because Chipotle's quality, in my opinion, has gone down and it gives me Well, I mean, you're going to need the toilet at Chipotle. Let's be honest. Oh, my God. I don't eat Chipotle anymore. I've never had Chipotle in my life. Don't start. I mean, I love a good burrito, but we're, I don't, we have like one Chipotle. I've never been to it. No, wait, like, actually, no, I have had Chipotle before. I lied. Um, I've had it once. The Chipotle near us is so trashy. Like it, wow. always out of something. Like they'll be is out of this lettuce. Yelp? I wish it were Yelp, honey. Can we have a podcast <laughs> called, I don't know, Gay Yelp? And we just yeah. trash talk all the businesses around us. Isn't that this podcast? I think you're talking I'm about ready. this podcast. This po- this podcast is like the anti sponsorship. Yeah, we've re- we've burned every bridge. Um, speaking of Chipotle's trash, fine. No, Chipotle's <laughs> awful. I don't eat there anymore. Every time the meat's always stringy, the lettuce. Oh, is I love a stringy wet. meat. It's mm. just disgusting. It's not good at all. Anyway, wow. Speaking mm. of trash. Um, <laughs> God. Speaking of burning bridges, there goes we're, our Chipotle sponsorship. We're kicking off 2020 with, oh, I guess this technically came out December 31st. Uh, this mm. article on an automatic trash can. What do you mean automatic? Honey, haven't it, you? Do, is, is it, is so it like much, a Roomba there's so, where it goes into my hey, room and it picks up the trash for me? It picks you up, puts you in a bin. me. In the trash. Vacuum seals you inside a bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then ships me off somewhere. Um, okay, so it's called Tonu. T-O-W-N-E-W. Uh, it's okay. an automated garbage experience. So it has a... Uh, it, an experience? What is honey, this, a Disneyland you ride? fucking know that they <laughs> got their... What are they called? Their editors, their word magicians. You know. Their copy editor? In those experience words. Uh, anyway, though, so it's got okay. a refill ring and it contains recyclable material around enough to create 25 trash bags. I don't really understand that. I thought it was just like a bunch of tr- stacked up trash bags, but it's got um, a lid. It's touchless. You wave your hand and it opens. OK, mm. uh, but there's a button on the front, too. When you press the button uh, and the, the whole trash can's closed, it will seal the bag for you. And then it opens up and you just remove the bag and take it out. Oh, that must so be nice. So you don't have to tie your bags anymore. It just I don't know how it seals it. I feel like maybe it's heat sealing. Yeah, probably. Like like a vacuum seal, like you were talking about, that heat seals. I think so. You know, like when you, oh my God, have you ever 
What's that thing called where you like cover something with plastic and then you have a heat gun and it like suctions it to it? Oh, yeah. Like, um, I know what you're talking about. Like when yeah. you seal a product for a store or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's, is that just like heat shrinking? Maybe it's heat shrinking. Heat yeah. shrinked? I don't know. That um, sounds kind of right. Well, it's fitted with infrared sensors that they detect movement at a range of 35 centimeters, about 14 inches. So mm. you can't wave your dick in front of it. My dick specifically got Your now. dick specific. I, 14 inches? A, that's over a foot long wiener. I would think Honey, probably most $5 people. $5 foot long. Most people can't wave their wiener in front of this trash can. Well, that's good. I'm glad they thought of that in product and development. Oh, yeah. It says cut and sealed using thermoplastic tech. So I would think okay. heat. So, sealing. yeah, that, that sounds like it's heat. Uh, got a rechargeable 2000 MAH battery. Should last after last a month. After you charge it for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of small, though. It only holds four gallons of trash, which it says is small <laughs> that... by American kitchen standards. Don't we all have like 10 gallon, 20 gallon, 30 Probably gallon trash because, bags? Well, I mean, it's it's not big enough to fit me, so I can't jump in it. That's true. That's true. Um, they say it's not exactly environmentally friendly. They say mm. that um, a better design would replace the spool of bag material only, but you have to throw away the depleted hard plastic ring every month interesting Um, okay but it says the refill rings are available in 100 percent recyclable and biodegradable options Mm. i don't know is Um, this something we need it's it's a hundred dollars it's 99.95 that's an expensive trash can you know what trash cans are fucking expensive though for a good one like you can get a you can get a flap top trash can at walmart's for 15 bucks you know walmart at down Walmart. the Walmarts. But oh my God, if you want a trash can that's going to last, like I don't remember how we got our trash can at Target and it's one of the ones mm-hmm. where you put your foot on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have press. those too. Um, like, and we wanted like a metal one because we didn't want, mm-hmm. it, to, want it to look okay because it's on display, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was expensive. I remember it being more expensive than I thought a trash can should be. I think my trash can was like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, that's a lot I, in my mind for a trash right. can. Mm-hmm. But um, my, my one in so, Chicago was like the $15 one, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I don't think we're ready for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, does it have Wi-Fi, though? That's what the real question is. I don't think it has Wi-Fi. It's just does wave it, your does hand. It send me, does it send me a notification when the trash is full? Um, No. Well, but you don't even they, have to tell it. Like it's Back okay. to the drawing board. Here's well, another know, thing, though. I, it detects I know, when it's full. Well, I want to know when I'm like, when I need to like, take it out it'll do well okay so here's if you fill it up to the point where it's like the lid won't close it's like oh Mm. shit and then it like smashes (laughs) it screams oh shit shit." (laughs) and then it like seals it for you it's like all right you obviously can't manage your own life to know when your trash i wanted to like ring an alarm <laughs> like a smoke alarm yeah like a fire it doesn't alarm. stop until you actually empty it i would love that oh god the most annoying trash can on the fucking planet i'm ready um i had a question about this oh oh yeah okay so here's you you said that the the lid automatically opens when you get near it correct well you wave in front of it you gotta wave at it okay they they make trash cans like this in the sense where it's like it has an automatic open. There's a bunch of trash cans out there like that. Every trash can that I've ever had the displeasure of using that has this feature, 
the lid always opens when you don't want it to and it never opens when you need it to like with the automatic like wave to open feature like it detects motion or whatever i've never had any success with those they always frustrate me which is why i always go for a trash can that just has a little lever that you you know push down with your foot because I, I feel like I, that we're yeah. not yet there as a society to make those work reliably. Well, yeah, and it seems like trash cans are usually in like high traffic areas in your house, and like anytime right, so people you are moving walk, past it and stuff. Right. And, yeah. Um. But I do have to say, I hate, I hate taking out a trash bag and putting a new one in because yeah, Justin sucks. makes us have those trash cans where like it hides the liner, hide it hides the the bag from the outside. You know, like most of the time oh, you so just fold like it over the steps. bag. Yes. Yeah. He you like you take out the thing and you have to like tuck it, tuck the top of the bag under it and then put it back oh, in and then it that. doesn't work half the time. I know. Justin has a thing about like the trash bag showing. And so it's made me very much hate dealing with the trash can. Time for a new man. <laughs> no, but he's he buys name brand paper towels though, so I keep him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get my paper towels at Costco, but they're probably name brand. I think we have recently switched to Target brand. Wow. You know, we're moving on up in 2020, y'all. I guess. We probably both shouldn't be using paper towels, but you know. That's probably true. I think that'll change in the next 20 years. Right. If we're going to make a prediction, we didn't do a best of 2019 because I thought maybe we should give our predictions for the next decade. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, um, shit that's going to happen. I predict that the world is going to engulf in, you know, a fiery hellscape. Well, yeah, I think <laughs> so, too. Well, I think we're at a well, crossroads yeah. of like that we've never humanity's never experienced before, because mm-hmm. this is something climate change is something that's going to destroy us. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. we either start fixing it right now to the best that we or can because we fucked it up so much already or... We're going to keep going on this path of just like, I don't know. It's going to get hot. It's going to get real. It was 70 fucking degrees in D.C. the other day in, de- in late December. I know. It it's, was ridiculous. But as all, you know, climate deniers say, it's currently snowing here in Missoula. So climate change isn't real. <laughs> well, the earth just uh, gets cold sometimes. It gets hot sometimes. Remember the ice age? It just keeps going. Exactly. Like See, the ice age happens. So that means that climate change is, uh, is, is real, open. right? I don't know. Uh, there's, uh, there's ice that appears in my freezer. So that means that it's never hot anywhere, right? That's the ticket. That's, yep, that's yep. I solved it. Um, Case closed. Here are my predictions. I think. Oh yeah, please, please. Foldable smartphones are going to be back. I think with mm-hmm. the foldable screens. I think AI is going to get more creative because you always see those like AI. Hey, hey, a robot painted this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it's going to get more and more high art, highly artistic. Um, mm. I think healthcare is going to hit a breaking point and student loans. Mm. I think those are going to mm-hmm. be like the two things that get overhauled completely, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I think online surveillance or like surveillance of humanity in general is going to hit the point where people have to care. Like mm. we have to, I don't know, like um, California, isn't California banning all whateveries what are they banning what, surveillance stuff i don't remember but they're like we're not gonna I think do I've read this. something about that yeah. yeah i think we're gonna see more of that stuff i would hope that the war on drugs gets sorted out but i mean I these mean, are some high hopes you have right now i think in order for that to happen we would have to legalize a lot of drugs mm-hmm. um 
And the I don't dr- know if drugs the, are bad. I don't know if the U.S. government works fast enough to do that. Right. No, I don't think they do either. Um, and I hope that there's more green energy. That would be nice. That would be nice. You know, and this is why um, in 2020 and beyond, you should vote. Exercise your right to vote, please, dear Jesus. And I think Red Velvet will have a song called um, Pizza Razzi, like paparazzi. <laughs> I don't know. Is it, it, just come up with just, the weirdest word ever and they'll have a song about it. I think Orange Caramel will come back. Mm. <laughs> uh. I think they'll have a song. Red Velvet will have another fruit themed song in the next decade. Yeah. But then their careers will be over in the next five years. So they have to do that really fast. You know, K-pop bands are always like, you know, really burn bright and then they go out really quickly. So Wendy like broke her hip. What? I was. So I don't follow it anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. but I saw something on Twitter. She like fell off stage at something and broke her leg or hip or something. Well, they're going to replace her with a robo Wendy now. Well, who's going to sing? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> None of the rest of them do it. Who's going to sing? <laughs> the, they need they're a gonna, singer. Honey, None of the rest of them can They're going to wheel her ass in and prop her up on like one of those Barbie stands. You know. No, you know what they're going to do? Okay, spoiler. Spoiler alert for fucking Star Wars. They're going to they're going to have the device that they had to like prop up General Palpatine. <laughs> the Emperor. <laughs> To yeah, keep yeah, him alive for like two hundred years. They're yeah, they're gonna have Wendy attached Gagged. to this like robotic arm and just like push her out on stage with all these like cords emanating from her back, and it's keeping her alive. That's can what we, they're gonna do. Can we talk about? Okay, so you've seen Star Wars now, right? Yes, I saw Star Wars. Um, what what's this one? The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, let me tell okay. you because I I told you I wasn't gonna tell you last week until you saw it. The right, worst right, right. part of the enti- that entire fucking movie. Well, first of all, that there's like this secret world where they were been building like 4,000 ships. Like where they get right. the resources. This is like How an convenient. ice world. Right. But then also <laughs> the kiss. The kiss between Rey and Kylo Ren was the So dumbest. unnecessary. It was so lazy. It was so unnecessary. There was no sexual tension between them ever, period. No, they were, they there were, are so they were many. more like, Ugh. like their relationship between each other was more like a, like a conflicted brother and sister relationship. And then they kiss and then he dies. Well, brothers like, and sisters. What's the point? Brother and sisters have kissed before in Star Wars. Well, I know so. you're from Arkansas, Joe. So it's a little no, different for Luke you. Luke and Leia had a full on mouth kiss. Uh, that's true. Oof. They had like basically, I don't need, they probably have some children running around in the Star Wars universe. You never know, honey, what the next you never, but like, But be. Luke didn't die immediately after, you know? I just thought it was stupid. I thought it was it the was most, so la- it was the laziest writing. And then the whole movie, they're hinting at like Finn trying to tell her that he loves her. And they never right. even did that. Yeah, like, they hint around like, and then it's like, to tell her something and then so nothing bad. happens ever. <laughs> I, it pissed me off so much. But anyway. <sighs> I think John Boyega was going off, was popping off about the kiss. It I just, mean, it was just like work. I don't know. It was, it, it, it was a very much like. So this is how a woman's gonna be treated. Like this man mm-hmm. who's like tried to kill her multiple times. That's who she's gonna decide to kiss. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just love like, I love the. I love watching all of the backlash. I think I talked about this last week. I love watching all the backlash from like a distance because I don't really have 
like I, I don't care about Star Wars enough to like really have like a um like a, a really full fledged opinion. Like my heart isn't in Star Wars, and so it like, doesn't affect me on a personal level. But watching you know people rip things apart is fun, you know, even though I don't have anything to do with it. So I just like I like watching people. I've I've been enjoying watching people rip Star Wars, you know, this last Star Wars movie to shreds. It's been fun. I thought it was a fun movie, but like I don't I I understand everyone's gripes with it. And it's just like out of the three that came out, it's my least favorite one out of this trilogy. Oh, really? The last one was my least favorite. The one with. Oh, really? Yeah. I like her in it, but even I don't. I don't know. Even she wasn't great in it, honestly. Right. My favorite part was when she when she light speed killed herself. That was was like. Yeah, I like rewatched that on YouTube and cry. But yeah, that was a really good, really good. um, The rest of the movie was kind of meh for me. I don't know that it's just I just would not want to be a female in the Star Wars universe. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Right. Get the shaft. It's not fun. I've been getting the shaft. You know what I mean? No, you haven't. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, does that mean getting the wiener? I've been getting wiener. Where does that phrase come? I thought it meant like getting the shaft, like someone hit you with a sword staff, like this, the Probably. end of a sword. Every time I hear the word shaft, I think of dick, you know? Is that just because I'm gay? I guess Probably. I guess that's a phrase. I don't know. Anyway. anyway so, sorry, we talked. Uh, hopefully, uh, maybe I'll make a timestamp being like, hey, switch to here if you don't want to listen to Star Wars. Spoilers. Well, let me tell you, if you are a Star Wars fan and you haven't seen the movie by now, you're not a Star Wars fan. It's been out for like three weeks. More than that, right? I don't know. No, maybe it is about three weeks. I don't know. I don't know how time works. It's 2020. Too if lazy. you cared about getting Star Wars spoiled, you would have already seen it before right now. Um, have you watched any of The Mandalorian? Yeah, we finished it. I liked it. Oh, what what did you think? It was good. It was fun. I wish that mm-hmm. um, the girl was a, a someone who was going to come back, and I hope she does. Mm, but yeah. they left it as like, hey, we're going to stay here. We just decided right. that I'm going to stay in this shithole. We just killed about 500 <laughs> people. Um, what then did you think no about baby? So it's not Yoda per se, but it's Yoda's species, correct? The baby Yoda That's that I what was I referring understand. to? I think this okay. is after Yoda died. What is, Yo- what is Yoda's species called? I think they've Do never mentioned it. They've never mentioned it. And he and George Lucas was like, and it will never be mentioned. Fuck off. I think I went down a Wikipedia <laughs> hole on it like a while ago. Honey. Yeah, sounds about right. Anyway. Anyway. Um, do we... Uh, do Did do you we do New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't have any New Year's resolutions. To stay alive for this year? I think... Well, didn't we read articles last year that were like, um, these are the reasons you shouldn't make New Year's resolutions. These are the percent chances you'll keep them. These are the right. It's like everyone shoots too high and then their goals are unattainable. Right. And then there's like a high percentage of like feeling like garbage Mm, later on. Yeah. It's like setting yourself up for failure. Right. So I don't I feel like I'm always getting a little better. I Mm -hmm. one thing I would like to do. I would like to not be on my phone when I'm not inside the house, like going on walks. Um, That's a good one. I haven't played Pokemon Go in like a month just because. Oh, wow. It was all I was doing when I was out walking around and going somewhere and I wasn't present. And I don't Uh, like not being present. Being present. That's that's maybe one of them. Do you have any? That's good. Mine is to go outside more because I Mm. truly like I need to like go like on walks. I feel like it would be really would be good for my mental health is to like take myself out for like a walk around my neighborhood like once a fucking week. 
because the only time I'm outside is like when I'm going to the grocery store or I'm, you know, taking out the trash or my roommate like, you know, is telling me, hey, we should go somewhere like she initiates it like some, you know, 70 percent of the time. I'm like, nah, I'm not feeling like it. And then she's like, OK, but the other 30 percent, I'm like, OK, like I'll actually go out. But I, I don't in- initiate those things myself. I need to like push myself to, you know, go outside more and do that sort of thing. No, just introvert things. That's a good resolution. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm uh, a tentative New Year resolution for me is to um, start applying for jobs that are out of state because yeah. there there were a lot of things that came up um, job related kind of audio engineering gigs that came up um, this year or not this year, last year in 2019 that were kind of pushed my way. And I would like read, you know, read about it. And I was absolutely qualified for this job. Um, but I wouldn't apply because I would kind of get hung up on the fact that like, oh, God, like I'm going to have to, you know, if I if I get this job, I'd have to move to New York or I'd have to move to Los Angeles. And I just wasn't mentally ready for that. But now I'm like, you know, I can I think this year I'm at least going to apply for some of those out of state gigs. Maybe I'll get them. Maybe I won't. But at least put myself out there and at least like put in the effort um, and see what happens. So that's kind of what I'm doing. That's well, there you go. That sounds like good resolutions. Apply yourself to things, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, better ourselves, better yourself, too. At, I don't know. In some some capacity. Honey, you better. Honey, you better work. I guess. I guess. Are we going to talk about Drag Race this year? When is it? I don't know. I've really been enjoying it not being around. I tell we'll you see. what. If it. Yeah, we probably will. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, yeah. you know, see how tired we are. Um, Anyways, shall um, we? what's well, oh, what's oh. your cheese of the week, Joe? Oh, my God. We Here's almost forgot two weeks in week. a row. OK, so I went to Harris Teeter. Really? And I was looking through the cheese. We were going to make some grilled cheese. And I Ooh. always get a good cheddar when we make a grilled mm-hmm. cheese. So I had mm-hmm. I got this one. Then I saw my black diamond five year reserve cheddar. So I put it mm-hmm. down. I got that one. It was priced for like six forty five, six dollars and something cents. Went to the checkout. Beep. Scan my cheese. I'm walking you through mm-hmm. it. Scan my VIC card, my very important cu- customer card. Mm-hmm. It took like seven dollars and twenty five cents off the price of my six dollar and forty two cent cheese. So what? I was like paid to take the cheese. Wow. I don't know. I was not expecting the discount. There was no sign that said the cheese was on sale or that we'll pay you to take cheese. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but I got my cheese and it rang up and then the discount rang up and it like gave me back like X amount of cents. And I was like, what the fuck? This cheese has been in a cave for five years. Do you know? I don't actually. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, Black Diamond, five-year reserve cheddar. Still available here as Teeter. Some of y'all have been snatching it up and letting me know. Well, I think the reason why that they paid you to take this cheese is because you've talked about it enough in your life. Where like they're like, you know what? We'll just give it to him. You know, maybe what? so. You, you, maybe this is my payment. He's, he's done enough free promo for this goddamn fucking five year reserve cheddar that we're just gonna give him a couple cents. I don't know deserves. if it was an error. Well, I told you there was another time where it rang up for like I don't know a dollar or fifty cents or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Honey, you got to go to Harris Teeter. You know, maybe it's just because that you're a VIC. You're a very important customer, Joe. Very. They don't give those to just anybody. You have to also mm-hmm. ask for one. 
Yeah, you have to ask for one and then they give it to you. And then they give it to you for free. (sighs) Anyway. Anyway. Favorite things? Yeah, let's do it. These are a few of our favorite things. You said yours was going to piss me off. Yeah. Uh So I want it to go. I want to go first. Ready? Yeah. Okay. My favorite thing is going to piss Joe off. Are we ready, everyone? Everyone get sit down. Sit down for this. Are we ready? I'm sitting. I know you are. My favorite thing this week is the rub, 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 scrubby sea salt and mimosa wash from Lush. Oh, that is snake oil <laughs> shit. No. Is it body wash? It's uh it's a it's a salt scrub. It's a body oh, salt scrub. Okay. Have fun with all those micro tears all over your body, honey. Well, at least it's not on my face. That's what really counts. I guess so, but still. You can I be a little it. bit rougher on your body than you are on your face, but but still. Lush is overpriced. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't buy I made someone else buy it for me for Christmas. Oh, well, that's okay. So. That's okay. <laughs> if it's free, then it's free. Then it's whatever. Honey, it's free. It was free. But oh my God, I love it. smells, it has like lemon juice and shit in it. All like fragrances oh, great. that Joe hates. So you can put, no, I like lemon, but you can okay. micro tear your skin and then rub and lemon then, juice in it. <laughs> I love great. torture. This is great. <laughs> um, I'm, I I don't know. I just I I love a I love an abrasive salt scrub all over my body. All right. Well, have fun fooling yourself that it's working <laughs> and doing anything for you. I hope you enjoy your <coughs> fake gift. Mm, there you go. My favorite thing this week was triggering Joe. What's it called? Rub rub rub. Shower scrub. They have the worst names. <laughs> Let's I be fucking, I'm googling it right now. Oh my god, twenty two ninety five. Or did you get the big one? I got the big one the for thirty-three dollars. Oh my god! How <laughs> hey, does I this have a ninety-two percent, a four-point-six rating out of five stars? Vegan, self-preserving. Know, That's what I want my products to be. <laughs> self-preserving. <laughs> like you would, could rub this on a pound of meat. Mm-hmm. I anyway. love, I love salting my meat with this. This looks delicious. Awful. I'm against lush, by the way. It has sea salt and mimosa absolute and jasmine. Oh, and it's got added fragrance. Great. That's real good Abs- for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Everything my body hates. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to use this for an entire year. And then like at the end of 2020, I'm going to look like a burn victim. You're going to, your skin is just going to be one scab. Honey, I'll be clean, clear, and under control. I'm going to bring a microscope next time I see you so that I can take Honey. some of your skin cells and examine them. And then just, you know, what are you, you going to do after that? No, I just want to see at a, at a cell-based level how you're destroying your body. <laughs> That's just what I want to... <laughs> oh, God, Honestly, look at this. They, they label fragrance as a safe synthetic. Hmm. That's what they have it labeled as on their site. A safe hmm. synthetic. Okay. Sure, Jim. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, um, so I've been destroying my skin with a salt scrub, and I've really been enjoying it. So that's my favorite thing this week. Okay. What about you, Joe? What are you destroying your life with? Well, my favorite thing is something a little more cerebral, something a little more <laughs> um, educational. Listen, and I could have said my rice cooker. Your rice cooker? Yeah, I could have said it. With, I could have said my favorite thing this week was my rice cooker for Kick like the 12th time. the decade time. with a... Another right with a blast from the past. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, mine is a documentary we watched this past Ooh. week called Honeyland. 
Um, oh, honey. It's a Macedonian documentary. Uh, it's not in English. It's in Macedonian, Turkish, and Bosnian. So it's Ooh. subtitled. The whole thing's subtitled. But it is about a beekeeper in North Macedonia. She's like, I was reading an article about it later. I think she's believed to be like the last um, wild beekeeper, like keeper of wild bees in Europe, oh. I think. Um, I don't know you could even keep wild bees. Well, she, she's got like these hives that are, she like knows where the hives are all over the, mm-hmm. the. so she lives in a remote village and it, it was like she was the only person who lived there. It was her and her mother. Her mother was sick in it. And so she's taking care of her mom. She's getting this honey. She goes into the city and sells it. Um, but then another family moves into the town and they kind of mess with her bees. They don't really respect the way she does it. And don't mess with my bees. It, bitch. it leads to like a lot of bad things like for both her and them. And um, but it's just very quiet. It's very I don't know. It's it's calming. Well, in in the documentary, too, the only really outside piece of outside world you see uh, is when she goes to the city. She goes to the city early on to sell some of her honey. Mm-hmm. But then in some of the shots, you see like jet planes like this is in mm-hmm. like literally remote middle of nowhere north macedonia mm-hmm. but you'll see like kim trails like in some of the backgrounds of the shots and it's like your only link into hey the rest of the world is kind of going on while this is happening this is like mm-hmm. a problem that someone else is having i don't know it's very it it was something i thought about for a long time afterward like, it puts something in perspective it, it puts something like. in perspective yeah for sure um mm-hmm. it's got a 99% rating on rotten tomatoes Where'd you uh, watch it on? We rented it, I think, on Google Play. Justin okay. rented it. So I don't know if he rented it or bought it. How um, did you hear about it? Justin. He was like, I've been wanting oh. to watch this. So we watched it. Bees. I think it's, um, was it submitted to the Academy Awards? I don't know. Okay. But I know it's one stuff and I feel like it's going to win more. It, it was really good. So. And what was it called? I recommend it. Honeyland. All one word. Honeyland. Honeyland. That sounds like something Dolly Parton would say. It's a Winnie the Pooh documentary. Oh, I love that. Love Winnie the Pooh. Oh, love Winnie the Pooh. What are your feelings towards bees? Are you scared of bees? No. Well, I'm scared of them, but I don't kill them. Like, you just kind of freeze until they go on their way. Right. Like, I I trained myself to know whether it's a bee or, like, a wasp. Mm. And then I, I, you know, react accordingly. I respect I think wasps bees. are supposed to be good, too. Right. Like, wasps, like, eat a bunch of, like, predatory insects and, like, right. spiders and shit. But I still hate wasps. Mm. I don't know. I am, I am, um, I'm prejudiced towards wasps. I've Maybe never been stung by I'll either. I'll grow in 2020. Oh, you haven't? Oh, I think no. we've talked about this before. Yeah, I've only been stung by jellyfish. That's all I've ever been stung by. Fuck jellyfish. So part of me is right? like, like with how my body is, I'm terrified that I might be allergic to bees, but I don't know it. Right, because so, you don't know. It's never happened. I'm terrified that I'm going to get stung one day when I'm alone and I'm going to go into like shock and die. And then Piggy's going to eat your remains. Piggy, I'm afraid Piggy's allergic. Every time a bee is near Piggy, I like snatch him up and run. Like, because with all his allergies, I feel like he's probably allergic. Honestly, probably allergic to bees. It's terrifying. Um, Um, Well, getting stung by bees isn't fun. No. I had a professor in college who was a beekeeper. And she's actually got a book called A Keeper of Bees. Her name's Allison Wallace. It's a good book. You should check that out, too. Wallace and Gromit? No. (laughs) 
No, that's her first name. No. This was her last name. I see. Okay. Okay. Um, actually, I don't think I've ever been stung by a bee. I've only been stung by like wasps and well, yellow jackets. You might be allergic. So good luck, because EpiPens are expensive. Uh, hey, I'm on Medicaid now. Still expensive. It's still probably expensive. I don't know how you, know? you even get them. I don't know. Just anyway, like call, call someone. There's your favorite things of the week. My intelligent one and Sam's one that he'll regret in the next decade. Hey, you know, at least I know I'm ugly and I know there is no way back. So I'm just going to make myself <laughs> as ugly as possible. <laughs> you know? So, okay. Okay. <laughs> Pop okay, off, there's sis. no arguing with the fact that you're an ugly shit. Okay. So it's your checkmate. body to ruin. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is my body to your ruin. Your body to you know, ruin. Either I smoke a pack and a half of cigarettes a day, Joe, or I use a lush salt scrub. Which is worse? Probably the salt scrub. Um, no, I think smoking's pretty bad. <laughs> I think smoking's pretty fucking bad. So But what about smoking bath salts? Um, I think that's a don't people sniff bath salts i do not understand sniffing how, bath salts how to sniff do you bath remember smelling salts? salts there used to be a thing called smelling salts back in the day oh yeah and they're like supposed to oh, bring apparently you... they wait apparently they snort bath salts how that can't be fun are these the bath salts that they snort though i'm not entirely sure okay so let, okay Smelling salts, known mm-hmm. as ammonia inhalants, spirit of hartshorn or sal volatile, which I'm assuming is maybe a French. So they're chemical compounds often used to arouse consciousness. Are these just like ancient poppers? What are these? I don't know. I, have you never seen an old movie where like someone faints and they like have they put smelling oh, yeah. salts in front of them? Oh, they're yeah. like, <gasps> yeah. And then they like, you know, it's wake like, up or whatever. Off, it's like, what smell? What smells that bad where it wakes you up from unconsciousness? Ammonia, maybe. It says they're called ammonia inhalants. Well, okay, I guess I that know. answers that. I don't, I don't understand. Do people snort bath salts? We are the most square gay. Yeah, we're literally we're no fun. Side effects of snorting bath salts include increased heart rate and chest pain, agitation and paranoia, dizziness and vomiting, and profuse sweating. Can also cause damage to cardiovascular and nervous systems, unconsciousness, and sudden death. All right. Why is this a fun thing to do? I don't know. Gets you high somehow. It says these aren't your average bath salts that you pour into your bathtub. So don't snort the things in your bathroom and don't snort the things that aren't in your bathroom. Other street names for bath salts Uh include Mad Cow, Ivory, Fertilizer, Vanilla Sky, and Cloud Nine. Got to get me some of that mad cow. Gonna hit the Honey. streets. Gonna try to find me some mad cow. I, you know, you want to know something about mad cow disease? Uh, sure. When my were you diagnosed? Old pi- it wasn't me, but my old piano teacher's late husband got mad cow disease and died. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? I shouldn't have joked about it. Well, I mean, it's been a while, but still, it's like okay. That it makes happens. it better, I guess. I don't know how how we got it. He like. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. I remember so. when that was a thing. Like in the yeah, 90s it was like people or talked something. about it all the time. Yeah, it was like, honey, don't eat Anyway, it. good favorite things. Good favorite things. <laughs> good favorite things. Good way to kick We're off the going new off year. off the rail. Uh, I hope you're all having a wonderful new year. I'm sure Sam mm-hmm. hopes that too. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm sure I do. <laughs> we can't be sure though. Um, 
And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week, regular episode. And also this weekend, we will have another bonus episode for y'all. So you'll want to stick around for that. Uh, Patreon patrons. Yep. Okay. Well. Oh, you're supposed to say, yep, sounds good. (sighs) Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show Joe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Andrew G. Austin D. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte S. Chris K. Christopher C. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Feliciano D. Erica V. James P. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Maurice W. Michael C. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Sandra P. Scott A. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.